Welcome to another edition of the Growth Circle Podcast with Vivian and Adriano. Today we have a very special guest in-house, one of our teammates and team members, I guess you can call, one of our agents. Uh, we'll introduce her in a second, but first, and we will applaud for her because she wants me to use these fancy effects on the on this uh, mixer. Uh, we have Vivian. <laughs> Hello, honey. Was it worth it? Absolutely. It was? Okay. Yeah. All righty. So go ahead. Let's introduce... Well, wow, guys, we have a very special treat for you today. Uh, she is one of our top agents. She's now starting to build an agency. She's loving the whole process. Uh, Marlene has been with us for a year and a half now. A year and a half. She has gone through some very, very interesting things through that year and a half. We're going to talk some about that. So I'd like to introduce you guys to Marlene Gadit. Yeah, welcome, let's, welcome. Let's give Marlene an applause too. <laughs> applause. Yeah. In, in our last podcast, I didn't use the applause button and uh, I paid for it later. So here you go. <laughs> welcome, Marlene. Thank you, guys. Well, Marlene, um, you know, this is the Growth Circle podcast. So basically, we talk about, you know, everything. It's a true conversation, a real conversation about you, yourself, where you come from, uh, what are you going through, what you went through to be able to get here. So introduce yourself uh, to everybody watching. Tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit of where you came from. Okay, well, my name is Marlene, and I come from a background, my family is Cuban, and I was raised in Dominican Republic and living in Miami. Never had to work in my life. And here I am today. That's resuming my life in one second. <laughs> 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 so, so tell us how you found this industry. Um, a little bit of like the before you found us what were you going through uh, i think that your story is so relatable a lot of people go through something very similar to what you went through so i kind of like want to hear you know uh what got you to insurance and a little bit of the before the behind the scenes uh and what built you up to get to the point that even though you never had to work in your life, you decided to go the route of being an entrepreneur, of uh, working by yourself, being your own boss, and making it happen anyway. So how it started is that I got divorced, and it was very um, difficult for me because I didn't know what I was going to do if I got divorced. Like, how was I going to live if, you know, I didn't know what was I supposed to do after that divorce? And... I had alimony for four years, so I'm like, okay, you know what? I have four years to figure it out. And um, pandemic hit and all that, and I said, well, time is running out. I have to really get serious because I'm not going to just go back to finding uh, some a provider and getting married to somebody that just to provide for me. I feel like I felt at that moment that it was time for me to to get going for myself. And um, I live, you know, in a very nice place in Miami and I wanted to stay there and I wanted to give the lifestyle that I've always given. I was always provided, but I wanted to do it myself. Mm -hmm. So I saw an opportunity in insurance and um, that's what I did. I jumped on it. I had no choice but to make it happen. 
uh, I did everything that it took without, and it's funny because the one of the people that kind of spoke to me about insurance, that person said to me, oh, this business is horrible. This business is terrible. And starts talking to me about how we have to dial and how we have to book our own appointments and how we have to buy leads and all these things. And, and I'm like, the more that person would criticize the business, there was just something in me and said, you know what? This is just this person's perspective. Just because this person is deciding to look at the difficult part of the insurance, I decide to look at the positive side of the business. So what I did was, that's not going to happen to me. And I truly believe that that was not going to happen to me. And I said, I'm going to go all in. And that person is not in the in the industry. And I remember you asked me, Marlene, remember that day you said, you want to leave with this person or you can leave right now? And I said, I do not want to leave with this person. I want to stay with you. And I said to you, you can count on me. I said that to you. And to this day, I stand by that. I, I truly believe and I, and, and I fought for this. It was very hard. This is not easy. But I just knew that if I worked hard and I stayed positive, I was going to make it happen. And I door knocked. I dialed the worst leads, I would say, at that moment. It was whatever I could get. I didn't have any money to invest in leads, but I figured it out. And I feel like when you really want something, you don't, you're not going to listen to the excuses or the, or the problems that you have. You're going to find a way. And I found my way, and I would be door knocking everywhere. I would be, you know, just working really hard all the time. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. I have a question for you. For anybody who was like, who was in your shoes, who felt stuck, what, what do you think is the difference maker between people who stay stuck and then people who kind of self-actualize and, and realize, come to the realization that they actually have to get going or make a change for themselves? What differentiates the two people? Like, what was it and what was it for you that made you get going? The, the first question that you asked me, I truly believe that is the story that you're telling yourself. It, the story that you'd say to yourself, it has, a, it has power and it will make you or break you. So it all starts there. And um, well, well, Give us an example of that because that's very interesting. It's the story that you tell yourself that will make or break you. So what does that mean? Like go a little, dive into that because I think we're on a good, a good track here. Well, if you tell yourself this is hard and I can't do it, and you start looking at all the, every business has the good and the not so good. So are you gonna focus on what's not working? Or if you focus on what's not working, find a solution. Or you can get stuck on saying it's not working and just not do anything or say this is not working or and say, okay, it's not working, so how am I gonna make it work? And then you start finding the solutions. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And I didn't focus on, the, on anything else. I decided to tell myself, 
I'm going to do it. And I will do whatever it takes to do it. And that's the story I said to myself. I'm pretty sure that the people that, and I'm not saying that this is for everyone. A lot of people. Oh, it's it's (laughs) definitely not for everyone. I mean, neither is engineering or becoming a mechanic or being a teacher. I mean, you got to find your spot and you got to fill those shoes, right? Uh There's nurses, there's doctors, there's, everybody has their thing. Mm -hmm. And I believe that this was my thing. So it all started in what I believed. And I said, I saw the opportunity. That's another thing that if you don't have the vision to see that this is an opportunity and run with it, it's not going to. Yeah, it won't pan out for sure. And and that's the thing. Like I usually, um, I talk about opportunity a lot. There's a difference between having a job or opening a business and finding an opportunity because you can open a business and that business might be limited in its own way. Um, you might find a sales job that, you know, you're capped or it's limited in its own way as well because you don't have an option to scale. But when you find an opportunity that is uncapped and unlimited, and what I mean by that is it's what we have here. So you can... Your, your compensation is so high that you can't make as much money as you want based on your work ethic and based on what you're willing to put into, you know, your, your, your life, your every day, right? So it's, it's uncapped because you can make as much money as you want. And then you can take that opportunity and you can turn it into a business where you help other people do as well um, what you've done. And then now it's unlimited because you can grow it as big as you can. And the thing about an opportunity is that you can do whatever you want with it. And that's the thing. Um, The problem, however, is that a lot of people don't understand what an opportunity is. Correct. And 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 that's the thing. The one reason that I was so obsessed with the idea of this business, the day that I went to that little corporate overview in a really sketchy, and remember it, honey? Really sketchy building in Palm Beach on top of some garages, and there was a bunch of people there. And they were doing actual corporate overview. That was before COVID. And I went up to that overview. And it was from the previous company. And there was a bunch of people there. And they were telling all these stories. And I knew that a lot of that stuff was like, you know, to raise the emotion. And then you want to work with them because they changed their lives. Wow, 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 wow. But all I saw was several people, tens of people, standing in there, different backgrounds, different looks, different lifestyles, talking about how that opportunity changed their lives. And, and that's the thing, because like most people will see any opportunity, solar, insurance, it doesn't matter, uh, the, the guy selling like uh, door-to-door, uh, anything door-to-door, alarm systems, lawn care, pest control, and then all they see is people that are successful and they think that's automatically going to equate to the success. So that's the caveat and the downfall and the pitfall of most people who are, who get into sales or anything in life really is that they're thinking the opportunity, they're not seeing it as an opportunity. They're they're seeing it as a get rich quick scheme or like a shortcut so that they can do all these other things without putting in the time or the effort. You also have to have a vision. 
So in order for you to see the opportunity, you need a vision mm-hmm. because it goes hand in hand. So if you have a vision and you're somebody that pays attention, you're going to see the opportunity and run with it and make something out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, a huge, it's a huge thing. The vision is a huge thing because if you don't have a vision, you don't believe in it. And if you don't believe in it, we go back to the story you're telling yourself. The difference between the person that came before you that had everything. Correct. Everything. Yep. And that person only complains about everything yes. and only focus on 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 the on the obstacles or mm. you know the, the normal thing we have to go through to be able to get massive success. And then you have you that come in guys. I will tell you, okay? <laughs> Marlene came in here. Marlene lives in a very fancy apartment in the Gables. She drives a red Mercedes. Um, we get into this strategy session. She's sitting on her leather bed and she she's not sitting up no no she's laying in her bed and i'm like oh no one of those vivian uh, vivian um well vivian likes her wood paneling but nobody likes wood paneling uh, (laughs) more than marlene let me put myself on the screen nobody likes wood paneling (laughs) more than this girl right here to my left which is marlene yes um I love I my mean, wood. I love my wood. I mean, okay, that's a topic for another it, day, but let's go back to the main programming. <laughs> no, and, 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 and you came in and I was like, there's no way she's going to do what she needs to do to be able to, to, to make this business work. Because this business is work. Correct. You're going to go to the field at the time. We don't do that anymore, by the way. Yes. We do not go to the field anymore. We don't not drive 300 miles anymore. I would drive in my Mercedes. Yes. To Jacksonville. And I remember Marlene was so obsessed with doing travel trips. So she comes in with the strategy session. And the next thing you know, Marlene is doing photo shoots. <laughs> Are we really going to go there? Adri, do you remember the photo shoots? Adriano, are we really? <laughs> I mean, this woman hadn't hadn't sold the policy. She hadn't helped anyone. She didn't even... She I didn't mean, buy But leads. man, did she have her... <laughs> I can't. I am an insurance agent. Gadit, Gadit insurance list. And I, I was and like, dude, like... I, I pick up the phone and I call Marlene and I go, Marlene. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I remember that Why day. are you doing a photo shoot? You never, like, like you didn't even buy leads. What I are you doing? I had a website and photos. She had a website, photos, a Facebook page, hey. Instagram page. And she just... And, and then she had a red Mercedes. So I go and I call her. I said, Marlene, you're not going to go sell final expense on this car are you and she's like no 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 vivian i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a rental (laughs) a rental rental when i to travel to To travel with and then she's like oh i want to do travel trips i'm gonna take my sister i'm gonna do travel trips and we're gonna go and then she she buys a bunch of leads in jacksonville (laughs) and then they drive to jacksonville which has some you know it's a great place but it has some really really dangerous neighborhoods i know but so does every other place no no for sure and the next thing you know these girls these two latinas yeah well you're just venturing out there so whatever (laughs) these two beautiful latinas from miami are in jacksonville in the red Mercedes, the like most, getting lost. Can I tell you where we went? I need to interrupt you. Yes. Let's keep it like no, no, no. I nice know. and clean. Yeah? I know, but <laughs> I, I need to tell you because this is a very interesting one. Mm. We had no idea where we were going. And my sister, you know, that she comes from a law firm. And that's how, you know, that's how she's 
change careers. And when we were in, um, in when she was in her law firm, she had a case that um, when we went to Jacksonville, she's like, this building looks familiar. This area here looks, I've seen this before. Wait a minute, stop the car right now. I'm like, what's happening? I was very positive and excited to go <laughs> see someone and, you know, and help the person. And she's like, let me call this attorney real quick because this is way too familiar. And she called the attorney and the attorney said, yeah, that's where the person got. Was murdered. Murdered. Yeah. And you should get out of there right now. And I told my sister, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> That's Vivian first day in the field. That's like <laughs> Going to the couch and I'm yeah, sitting in the way of the station. I know, but this is what we did. We just told the guy that he had for security purposes because of COVID, not security purposes, but because of COVID, we're not allowed to go in anybody's home. He has to come down with a mask. You know, I kind of made it a little, you know, comfortable. And he has to come down to meet us down. And well, I guarantee you the guy had multiple masks in his closet, for sure. I, of all kinds, ski masks, yeah. uh, medical masks. <laughs> the, like. the point is that I remember calling you. I don't know. The, the person didn't qualify. I tried doing an accidental uh, uh, rider, and he got declined. Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, here, here but I'm going to say this. I really wanted to try the, uh, to help. That was where my heart was. Yeah, well. So we just Viv, have to be careful. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, safety first, right? Yes. So, Viv... Everybody knows the story. Viv went on to her first day in the field, last appointment. Guy shows up. She could show up. There's a gun on the couch. She went in anyway. Don't do that stuff. Like, no. honestly. Yeah. No, don't do that stuff. We don't even. We, we don't do don't, it anymore. We don't go to people's homes anymore. We do everything Thank on Zoom God. now. Zoom, oh, yes. telesales. I we don't it. have to go Correct. anywhere. If you are out there in the sales field that's door to door. And Be that careful. Just, yes. you know, use your, use your, your better judgment. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. So we know to finish the story, Marlene used to be, it was her and her sister. They, like, like at first it was like, I don't think she's going to do anything. And uh, she came in after she had photos, websites, Facebook, Instagram, and all the things that are completely unnecessary for you to actually succeed in this industry. All you got to do is stop overthinking, buy leads, call the leads, book some appointments, and then go help some families. But after all of that, um, I was extremely surprised to see how you just jumped in, went all in, and was so crazy about helping families. And you needed the money because your alimony was over. Yes. And you needed to survive. And you needed to pay your rent. And you need, needed to pay for your expensive car. Um, but you and your sister, when you first started, you guys were just going all and don't, guys, this woman, her and her sister were going to the most dangerous neighborhoods in Miami, traveling all over Florida, uh, knocking on doors, straight up knocking on doors like crazy and having fun with it. Like we, we they used to fun. post the videos in the groups and yes. we're like, what the hell are they doing? Are they jumping fences now? Like, don't do that. You're going to be arrested or something. And it was all about, hey, this person filled out a form, they need some help, they need some coverage, we gotta help them. And then Marlene and Denise, they would call us because we, we used to do 911. So they was, Adriana was the wizard at the time. So they would call us and they would go, we gotta help this person, please, 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 please. I'm like, Marlene. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look at There's no, like face. we need right now their medications and what they qualify for and they would be like no 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 Adriano no Adriano please 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 and how was, did I pronounce the medications Adriano oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. Adriano we have to help him he's on lisinopril and artorvastatin and uh, um, I was like oh my god you can't help people if you don't know how to pronounce the medication please 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 please, please stop calling me you're crazy. <laughs> but so, the, the, so the, 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 the moral of the story is this. Even though and it was a grind, it was a, it was a lot of work. You guys did struggle like we all do. Yeah. I don't think there's one person in this industry that can say, hey, I became successful at being an insurance agent, as having an insurance agency, as you really, really having a business worth having without going through every single struggle that you went through, I went through, all of us go through, right? But at the end of the day, you came out on top. You were able to build a career that today, you don't have to go anywhere mm-hmm. you do everything from home we work one we, you were one of the last people to get out of the field and go to zoom and we're gonna talk about that yes. for a minute yep. and and then now you have this business that is like what was your biggest month issue paid personally how many families did you help how many families you help personally 87 87 families. 87 families protected. And if all you, by Zoom. Uh, one, and, and that's crazy. So was it more families on Zoom or in person? In Zoom. On Zoom. So this is the thing, the mystical things that everybody talks about. Oh, no, I can't do virtual appointments because... That's the story they're telling themselves. Yeah, I can't do virtual appointments because that. virtual appointments, I can't write as much or... Guys, our that's agency the story that our, they're saying that's, that's it. That's the right. Our agency, the story. The story. The story. People are telling themselves. Mm-hmm. Our agency has the highest issue paid writer. We have the highest persistency. Not one person's in the field. And if you think about it, again, going back to the story, you're telling yourself, and you were telling that. So tell tell us a, a little bit of like how was that transition. Uh, for you, like from, tell everybody the story about how you transitioned from in home to Zoom. I definitely want to answer that, but going back to the story that we tell each other or ourselves, I want to say this. The person that was talking to me, negative things about the business, had already a negative life. So we have to be careful who we listen to. That's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that I want to leave out here is who are you listening to? What story are you telling yourself? What do you really want to accomplish? And those three are important questions for all of us to think about and ask. Um, Going to transition, I was so comfortable doing what I was doing in the field. And comfort makes you get stuck. So I wasn't really... Don't we know it. (laughs) We were allowing... I was allowing myself to get stuck because I was comfortable. I'm like, I already know how to do this. I'm comfortable. And at the same time, I was just limiting myself. And I remember you telling me, Marlene, just try it. And you were telling me for a few months... And I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to Vivian. I'm going to try it. And when I tried it, I'm like, wow. 
I really don't have to drive anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to drive. Let's just say that. I, I mean, I think in another life, I was like, I had... A chauffeur. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Because I don't like to drive. And I did it because I had no choice. But now, transitioning to Zoom, I'm like, wow, what a big difference. You know, you can help so much more families without exhausting yourself driving here, dealing with traffic. Traffic here is horrible. And you just, and I was limiting myself in just my, what, the counties around me? Now I can help so many people all over the United States that actually need my help all through a computer. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is amazing. 100%. You know, sometimes I'll, that, go, honey. Go. I'll go first. <laughs> okay, you go um, first. So backtracking a little bit to where we were talking about comfort, right, and comfort zones, because this is something that Vivian and I have been talking about a little bit here. Um, just in our own life, because with any level of success, complacency will start to creep into the picture. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you have everything, liter you literally have everything and you've, you've accomplished so much and it was such a struggle to get out of the place that you're at that, or that you were at and you've attained whatever your goals were and you've attained them all. It's that it kind of like you find yourself sitting around contemplating about what the next step is. And then you put it off, you put off all your decision making until tomorrow and then the day after and then the day after because life is good. Like there's no need to bust my ass 24 seven anymore. I, we have the, the most amazing staff anyone can ask True. for. We have the most amazing agency and multiple businesses. Everything is flowing well. So it's like at that point, you're almost like thinking what's next. But the thing about comfort and it's not only success or it's not only Mm, how do I how do I phrase this? People who become comfortable or like comfort in general, you can be very comfort comfortable in any zone on the spectrum, of any on any level of where you are in your life and where what how uh, what level of success you've attained. So, for example, some people are comfortable when they succeed and they're they have all this success. That's where we find ourselves. We're skirting with that right now, and it doesn't feel very good. But even people who are in in the dumps and in the depths of despair who are doom and gloom, depressed, and nothing is going their way, that's a comfort zone too. So they don't know anything else. And they're even though they're miserable, they're comfortable in their misery. True. So that's like the thing that people need to understand is that comfort has nothing to do with becoming successful or breaking out of the mold or, or being depressed. It's like you find comfort in any, situ any emotion or any emotional state that you've been so accustomed to. Because it's to. familiar. Yeah, and people people stick to what's familiar and what they Correct. know. They're scared of the unknown. Correct. And that's what happens. Yeah. And and that's that's the thing for me. Like I've been struggling with this for a, for a, for a second. You know, like I, I'm I'm trying to figure it out, figure things out right now. But uh, it's I think that life is about growth. Yes. And if you're not growing, um, it's it's. For me, at least, it's a it's a very weird feeling. And right now, I feel like I'm not growing. And some people might think, oh, what are you talking about, Viv? Your agency is growing like crazy. Your agents are growing like crazy. But personally, like, there's something in me that feels like I am not growing. So I'm searching for what is it that's it's that missing... Your purpose. The, the purpose, exactly. You, it's that you're purpose. searching for another purpose because you have done so much and you have impacted so much that you've already accomplished it. But you're a person, and I feel like all of us are, that it's important for us to 
have a purpose. To, That's it. To evolve. It's yeah. the purpose. But in, in going back to that comfort zone is that when you are comfortable, you are not growing. And if you are not growing, your purpose is not growing because I do have a purpose. I do have a very strong purpose and I know what my purpose is. But the thing is, it's as you grow in life and as you become more and as you accomplish your goals, your, 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 your purpose has to grow. grow. Exactly. Right? And that's the thing. Like what I've seen with you, Marlene, I look at you like you came in, you you just wanted to pay your bills. You just wanted yes. to make enough money to pay your bills. And then yes. you you started with final expense, you were door knocking, then you went to mortgage protection. Your sister get out of got out of the business. She's going coming back now, oh, but she, yes. she got out of the business for you. I know that was a struggle yes. because you wanted to do everything with her. Then yes. you went solo, um, went on to um see families in person, was in the field, transitioned to Zoom, reached your peak. And then you had that moment that everything went astray. Back up. Remember you and Adriano. Because I truly believe that we also, the people that you surround yourself with is key to your success. Oh, 100%. And you and Adriano in your dining room table pushed me because you saw what I couldn't see at that moment. And sometimes that happens to all of us yeah. that we don't we cannot see that we can do more and we can achieve more so we can our vision is a little limited but you and adriano saw something in me that oh and you my son I at the time he was what 11 12 yeah oh 11, yeah. yeah so vivian and adriano for everybody to know i want to talk about it you guys kind of no kind of no you guys pushed me and I like challenges. Uh, Adriano knows this. <laughs> I have a way of pushing people's buttons. <laughs> yeah, but you, you... In like a very <laughs> mm, stealthy approach, like a loof Yeah, mine was very like, hey, no, if you, you know, I know you can do 30 grand a month, you know, like stop screwing around. And if you don't do it, we're going to shave your head. And my 12-year-old was like, yes, can I shave her head? You forgot the goal. <laughs> You said to me that I had to double the your, protection. Your production, yeah. You were doing 15 grand at the time. No. No. No? No. You forgot. I can't believe it. What, what was she, it? She had helped 30 families and she had to do 60. Oh, yes. And I said. Yes. Oh, my God. I completely forgot that. And I said, there's no freaking way. She's like, yeah. you're not going to do that. Like, you've never done it before. It's written on my T-shirt. Oh, like, are yeah. you for real? Like, it's not happening. Yeah. It's Marlene. We're talking about Marlene. Yeah. And this is oh all while God. we're, now I we're sitting at the dining, the dining room table. That. And it's like, and Marlene was like, how oh, dare you, Adriano? I can do it. I'm going to show you. Let's bet on it. I said, yes, let's bet. <laughs> I bet that she won't be able to do it because she's never two done it Two months consists of, yeah. But two it months was in two, a row. Not just one. Boom shakalaka. There it is. That's me. It was, you said, two months consecutive. You're not going to do it. There's no way. You, yeah. you had never done it before. Yeah, it's true. I've never. And you did it. And I got up and I said, I bet you that I will. And I don't know where I was. I didn't know where what I was getting myself and into. And if you, did <laughs> oh. not, if you didn't do it, what was going to happen? I said, because he said, okay, so let's bet it. What's going to happen if you don't 
you know, and he wasn't like kind of respecting that I was, I said, I'm going to do it. So, you know what? I'm going to shave my hair off. <laughs> How much wine have, had, have you it wasn't, had at that it point? It wasn't that much. She was dead serious. And the thing, yes. the thing is that like, I, when she said, I'm going to do it and I'm going to show you, I'm, I'm like, how do I get, yes. how do I get like the claws out and be like, I'm going to freaking show you like what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm like, you're never going to do it. Like, is this a freaking joke? Like, you're not going to do it. Can you believe that he was saying that to oh, me? Yeah, I believe 100%. it because that's my husband. All right? <laughs> no, I'm talking 100%. to the people that are listening to us. Oh, yeah, well, that, it, no, no, you want to say that directly in the camera. It, yeah. Like, hold on. Can you believe that Adriana was telling me there's no way that you're going to do it? If no you way. know me very well, didn't you believe it? If not, <laughs> no. You know, everybody thinks for. Vivian's the crazy person. Everybody thinks Vivian is lot. the one that screams, and Adriana is very calm. But I don't and the scream. Reality is, I'm not a screamer. Mm, no, well, those are screamer. the most dangerous ones. Yeah, exactly. The people exactly. that scream. Yeah, <laughs> look at him. Yeah, <laughs> the people that are quiet. They're it's the a very most proud dangerous moment one. for me. It's yeah. a proud moment because, like, single. I'm single-handedly like. Um, responsible for your success. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, but we both, we, it, you definitely an, I, that was obviously a joke because some people think like once they get into a leadership position and anybody gets any kind of or any kind of success, they're like, I did that. I did. That. I didn't do anything. You, All I you did can was push me. I defy. I. 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 I pushed you exactly. You believed in I me. Took the, I took Even the hot you poker didn't tell me. and I like <laughs> went right in your butt and then yeah. you, you went off running. You were so. bad cop and I was bad cop. Yeah, you were cop. playing the good yeah. cop. Good cop. And he was no, Marlene, you can do this. And yes. I remember I told you we if there's anybody a, that can produce like I do, you can. Oh, I remember those words. That was powerful. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, Vivian is telling me that I can produce like her? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, there's wow. no freaking way. Nobody can and do I, that. I couldn't stand him saying that to me. I'm like, I know it was purposely by design. It was like my blood was fuming inside, and I and back then, like that thirty thousand first was thirty thousand, and then the next month you had to do sixty. Like you had to protect sixty families, right? So yeah. that was like a heat like it was a crazy to do back then, right? Yes. Now you absolutely. do every month, but yeah, that's now it's something part of who i am but back then imagine you've never doubled your production and and you and you don't have time it's like the month is starting that's it you said you were going to shave off your hair if you don't do it so i said to myself i couldn't sleep for like i don't know how many days like four days i kept calling our um our, the team and i said i can't believe i said this to adriana and vivian um i, I can't sleep I can't sleep. <laughs> I I went through that. Nobody forced you to do it. But wait, wait. That's something key. And I'm going to go back to, uh, that's key. When your goals do not scare you, it's not big enough. You're not pushing yourself. That's deep. You're not really You have yeah. to. You have, you have to. to. It has to scare you. And, you, and, and feeling that you can't, it's having that fear, it's so necessary. If you don't have that fear, it's not, it's not good enough. So I was so full of fear, but I, I'm a person of my word. So I said, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to back down. I had people in the team saying, talk to Adriano. He's a nice person. <laughs> I am a nice person, but you made a bet. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? 
Exactly. That's it, that's and, all. and then at the end of the day, you came through. So let me tell you how I did it. What did I do? I planned myself. I said, okay, so if I do this with this, I just need to up my my leads. And that just means that I have to work more. And back then the system was not working. So we didn't know our, our how many families we were helping. So imagine the double stress I had. Because of the leads? Because no, of, because, well, no, they no, were because the, the reporting, the um, the actual reporting of the numbers and the oh, issue paid from the carriers the was all messed up. Okay. They, they were updating yeah. the system, so we had no clue where anybody was at that time. What a beautiful thing. I know. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but... It was stressful. It was stressful for me, and I'm like, there's no, I, I need to do it. I need to do it. I need to do it. I need to do it, and I'm going to do it. And I just, I not only did I accomplish it, but I accomplished it by 10 families more. So and you protect the 70 families that month. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. And then the next, all in home, I wasn't in Zoom. And then the next month, I did it again. And I was just so proud of myself because I said, wow, if Vivian and Adriana wouldn't have pushed me, I wouldn't have discovered that there's another side of me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful that's thing. It. Listen, we're extremely proud of you uh, and everything you've accomplished and what you're accomplishing now, especially taking on new agents and leading them. And LC is like off to a great start. I hope that he just keeps to it and keeps going. I know he you're going to be on him. I know. I have no doubt. I have no doubt I, either. And so we're going to wrap it up in a couple of minutes here. I just wanted to ask you one question because our this podcast is called like the growth circle, mm -hmm. right? Um, how have you, since starting on this journey with us and, and you finding yourself and finding that level of success, how have you grown? What has this allowed you to become? I guess that's kind of how we're going to wind beautiful. this down. Yeah. How have you grown, Marlon? Well, I gained my full independence, which that was huge for me. That's so beautiful. It made me be more, um, sensitive to others to others being able to sit with different families and seeing their situations and all that has made me humble myself in many ways and be thankful for what i have in many ways and also i want to be able to give what i've received mm. i want to give back mm -hmm. and one of the ways i want to give back is I, I gained my full independency and I know that there's many people that want that and they just don't have somebody that believe in them like you guys believed in me. Maybe they just don't have this, they don't know about this opportunity. Right. So um, like you mentioned in Elsie, I've given him my energy, my time because he really wants it. And one thing that I've learned is I'm not going to give my energy and my time just to anyone because I need to protect my mindset too. And if you're going to be on the negative side all the time, you can, you're not going to be around me because I'm, I'm just full of life and full of possibilities. Po positive and, and Elsie said to me, I remember he saying, Marlene, I told him, this is the goal. And this is how we're going to break it down. And he said he was fearful. And I'm like, this is what you need to succeed. This fear that you have, because it happened to me. 
If you don't have that fear, I know that you're not going to make it. But because you have that fear, I know you're going to make it. And he said, but take me slower. And I said, there's no such thing as slow. <laughs> but I kind of learned that from Vivian. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> and then move fast and break things. Yes. So he just sit and he just was so open to learning from me and, and, and me pouring to him. He was just there listening and observing and observing. And, and now he's just flying, doing it. It's a it. beautiful thing. And that is such a satisfaction for me. And I feel like this is my purpose, being able to inspire and show others what I know and see how they can be financially free and accomplish dreams and help a lot of people that need help out there and at the same time help their families. That is just so satisfactory. It's just a big satisfaction for me. And I'm just enjoying it as I go. And I can't wait to you know, to keep doing what I'm doing. I love it. Cool. So you are protecting around 80 families a month. You're building a team. You're yeah. teaching other people. And, and we didn't get into, we get, this is another podcast, but we didn't get into so much about that. But uh, um, Marlene has an agent that used to be a, um, a, a sales uh, person for a very high-end uh, uh, re retailer. And he quit his job and he came to work with her and she's teaching him everything that she's she knows and she's doing. And he's, he's, would you say that he's making more money than he's, he's ever? Yes. He, he said to me, I can't believe it. And I'm like, well, start believing it because this is how it is. Yeah. And he's in shock still what he's capable of doing. Working and what from he's, home, helping families he, from home. He, yes, everything in my office. So she, he's there working with you hands on. Every day. And you're teaching him. Every day. Everything. That's the beautiful thing. Every day. That's what I did with them all since the beginning, working together, going in the field together. And we do that every day because we have a, a, the Zoom room. So we yes. all over 60 agents on Zoom together, no matter where you are in the country. Um, so Marlene, if anybody wants to work with you, they want to join your team, they want to work, you know, side by side, how can they contact you? Well, first of all, I just don't want anybody to be contacting me because I hire character. I want to team up with people that have character that really wants to work, that doesn't expect everything to be given to them. I'm just not going to say yes to just anyone because my energy and my time is valuable and I'm going to give it to those that really want to make something out of nothing and are committed to the cost. And um, if you have that character, because the skills, we're going to learn it here. You're going to learn it here. The, the skills, we have everything in order. We have a platform. We have everything. I hire character. So if you have that character, you can contact Nicole. She's also my daughter. She runs my office. She does a great job. Her phone number is 215-796-8822. And we're we'll interview and see if you have what it takes. Thank you so much, Marlene, for joining us mm -hmm. uh, today. Yeah, so uh, I just before I say goodbye, so character means perseverance. Uh, work ethic, yes. coachability, determination. determination, being willing to listen to people who have done it before and replicate that success. Correct. Got it. Marlene, 
Thank you for joining us. It's been great having you on I the uh, on the growth on the growth circle <laughs> with Vivian and Adriano. Join us next time uh, for another episode. All yes, right. Yes. Catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs> Ciao.